Welcome and thanks so much for tuning in today. Here's the thing, you guys. This is what you need to know about more Jody. I'm the girl who says what everyone is thinking, unapologetically myself, all the time. The goal of this podcast is to help you go unfiltered. We use so many covers to hide our true selves, and it's time to stop living your life according to what the ideal police think you should be doing and step into who you were created to be. More vulnerable, more authentic, and more free. Today I have the Fresh Wife Soap Company on the podcast and it is fun and encouraging and rowdy and boisterous. It is just a great conversation and I'm super excited to share it with you. Stephanie and Shauna started making soap in their kitchen five years ago in an effort to clear up Stephanie's oldest son's eczema and it did that. But what started as a solution to a problem became a booming business. This is the most fun conversation about business, starting it, watching it explode, and then continually pausing, pivoting, and adapting. Enjoy. Hey, ladies. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Hello. So we are, we are doing so good. So good. How do you, how famous do you feel on your first podcast? Um, we're, we're so pumped. We're like, yeah. we tell everybody like, sorry, we're not available <laughs> at five thirty today. Right. We are on a podcast. I think I signed a few autographs today. Oh, well I did. <laughs> yeah. They're for my kids, but whatever. I started following you guys on Instagram, like probably three months ago. And I was just kind of look, looking for really fun people to interview. And I just love that you're from in Stetler, Alberta, where my dad's family's all from. And, and I love natural products. And then I love all your videos where you like show us how you make soap and a big vat of stuff. And <laughs> um, so anyway, I kind of started like cyber stalking you. And then you're just both your characters, your absolute characters. So we have Shauna and Steph, um, the Fresh Wife Soap Company, which is a booming business. Booming, that is a great word. It is, it's a booming business. (laughs) It's a booming business and don't mind me, I'm gonna have a little bit of wine because it is 5.30 in your province and- Yes, (laughs) no judgment. And it's a a hard life for all of us. We're a little jealous, not gonna lie. We should have thought, thought of that. We have vodka here at the that's company it. We're, fridge. <laughs> we're all in or none. We got hard or nothing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So no, I was really excited about you guys and everything about you. Like I imagine there are hardships in business and in life, but everything that emanates off of you is fun. It is fun. It is engaging. It is exciting. Um, I just put in my soap order um, and about a week ago, and I'm super excited to try your products. And I make a lot of my own homemade products because obviously I'm a hippie who drinks Diet Coke and wears a lot of makeup, but I, I do have hippie inside me and I live on Vancouver Island. So I'm excited to, you know, like have my kids use the, the bar soap for their hair. And I bought a bunch of stuff. I'm super excited about that. And I do want to talk a little bit about your products as well, because on one of your recent videos, you were talking about how people are kind of weirded out by face serum oil, but it like, once you get used to it, it is addictive. Like if you're going to go to to bed and your face isn't slippery, I feel like it's not good. You're missing out. out. It's like satisfying. So first of all, running a business with your best friend, like I said, it looks like a lot of fun. And you're obviously, how long have you been in business? Uh, five, just five. over five years. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And partnerships don't have good odds. Uh, no, <laughs> you, we actually had this exact conversation yesterday. It is like a marriage. We are yeah. married to each other and it, without open communication, it doesn't work. And it's a lot, and it is a lot of work. We are, are 
always constantly having to like do all the things that you do with your yeah. like significant other. It's like, you have to like check your ego. You have to right. apologize. You have to admit when you're wrong. You have to, you know, sometimes we need a break. We just not talk right. anymore for the next few days. <laughs> I think that's but at awesome, the end of the though. day, we also realize we have um, a booming business to run and that we can't, you know, we got to still work together and make things happen the next day. So we got to figure out a way to move on from whatever conflict or success we're working on. And for yeah. the record, we usually, even in like the, the bottomest of our relationship moments, we still find things to laugh about because we're still yeah. um, deep down, like humor is how we cope. Well, and, and you can laugh at yourselves. Like, I think you guys clearly have the self-awareness. Like when I joked about where's my order, you're like, oh, the lady who fills the orders is kind of slow and that's you. So, <laughs> right. Like, so you can, you're clearly able to laugh at yourself. And I swear that's like when like checking your ego and then just keep showing up. I always say like, how do you stay married? You keep driving home to the same house, talking <laughs> to the same person. And so I think that's really cool because I definitely, I love to see female partnerships and there's nothing, I always say there's nothing like a woman set on fire, but you put two of them together, dynamite, right? Well, sometimes You're, it's a bonfire. Yeah. Out of control, <laughs> out of control sometimes. Yeah. It's but true. super good. So why don't you tell my listeners, um, you know, about your journey together and kind of about your individual selves and how you, how you do it and who, where you came from and just talk, just talk about yourselves. I'll sit over here and drink my wine and enjoy <laughs> don't, it. Don't, don't give Sean an invitation. We'll be here all night. I'll, I'll set a timer. I'll keep her in check. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. what my mom had to do too when I was little. <laughs> Sean, you only get five minutes. <laughs> that's right. Um, we are Stephanie and Shauna. We run the Fresh Wife Soap Company at Estetler, Alberta. Um, we are both small town girls. I am originally from uh, a super small town called Chauvin, Alberta. It's by Provost. Um, grew up there till I was 18. Came to Red Deer to go to college and had three babies along the way, got married and ended up in Statler just trying to get back to small town vibe to raise my kids because I couldn't do the city. I married a guy from Vancouver and he's come along for the ride with me. Wow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's, uh, I actually ended up starting to work with Shauna's husband and that's how we uh, met. Yeah. So when did you meet? We met just a company gathering just um our husbands actually worked together and I was just met through a company oh that's so camp. cool that's really yeah. cool yeah and in like the same time period that we met we decided to start a business together in like I don't know 48 yep. hours <laughs> oh it's normal right that's what I mean you meet a stranger you like her and you're like let's go on a lifelong journey together yeah Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. So, and I am, um, I have like a really strangely similar story, except for, um, I think my town is smaller than Stephanie's. I grew up in like Indiang, which is like, you go to the middle of nowhere and then you just go 20 kilometers further. <laughs> That's where Indiang is. I had to drive like 40 minutes for milk. Like that is <laughs> It sounds like yin yang. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> there's very many that. variations of Indiang on the, uh, on the like tongue there's like lots of ways to say it <laughs> like what is that close to 
like obviously happy. nothing, but like, <laughs> but like, if it's you were to go to a Costco, what's your closest Costco? Oh God, no, we don't Calgary? do that. Calgary, no, uh, Saskatchewan oh. maybe. <laughs> um, we're right between like Hannah and Stetler. So like, if you go south of Stetler and north of Hannah, oh. okay. Like, there's there's literally nothing. there's a corner, and that's the town. Yeah, like you turn <laughs> at the thrashing machine. And- <laughs> And there's the outhouse. Okay. <laughs> um, it's sorry, we're not meaning to offend anybody that lives there. <laughs> oh yeah, they're all tuned in. They love me out there. Yeah. Huge it's fan base. Family. It's like so my they mom are. and my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I always think it's really crazy when I don't know the names like of small town Alberta, because I feel like I know every name. And so then when someone's like, I'm from a misc, I'm like, bless you. I don't know. What you're <laughs> right. Like, it's weird to me because okay. I feel like I know all the towns How do, and I do insurance. So oh, yeah. I know all the places I know, like, that's weird yeah. to me, but I wouldn't have ever heard of that. But I guess, I guess I'm, well, I guess I know everything. Postal code, so that's pretty serious business. That is serious business. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I grew up in Indiang with a very small number of people. <laughs> um, and then I, I went, uh, actually, I went to high school in Hannah, which is like a bigger place. That's where I met my husband. We are high school sweethearts. We've been together for a really long time. Um, I went away to school. I did a ton of work in politics um, before I started making soap. And I quit that gig and I started making soap when I met Stephanie and was like, you know, I've always wanted to make soap. And she's like, yeah, me too. And we're in. <laughs> well, that's so random. So it's, um, my <laughs> oldest son had, uh, major skin issues and eczema since he was three months old. So, so much to the point where we were duct taping socks on his hands at night. So he wouldn't bleed oh. all over his crib. So I was actually making quite a few of my own products. Cause I just couldn't find yeah. what I was looking for. And I love, like, I feel like we're kindred spirits that you said you're a hippie that drinks diet Coke, because that is like 100% our jam. It's like, we're hippie, but you know, we still like to drink excessive amounts of sugar sometimes, you know? So, (laughs) so, and then, yeah, Shauna was talking about how her and her grandma used to make soap and how that really, you're super tied to the farm and you were a cattle rancher. That's right. So my grandma was like, was like made her own soap and then when I told her I wanted to learn how to make soap she's like why you can buy it in a store now (laughs) that's ridiculous (laughs) she's like that's what we did because we were too poor to buy the soap oh I love that (laughs) so um so yeah but I was super interested in just um because I was pretty heavy into the cattle industry as well and being an advocate for rural communities I wanted to find a way that uh we could do something with agricultural products and so that's when the idea came for us to make soap using beef tallow uh, which is a which is a super uh, unique thing about our soap is that we actually um, we use tallow we're not a vegan brand at all um, because we like to support um, the egg industry here in Alberta and what they're doing so um, that's sort of where it started I was like I'm really interested in doing this piece of it and because um, Stephanie had a history with her kids and the um, the kinds of solution she was looking for for skin problems it just kind of was like well let's Let's do this so I showed up at her door with like a box like 80 dollars worth of like soap making products and a bag of beef fat and I was like let's just do this (laughs) and my two kids in tow and she 
three boys and I have twin boys and we just I just showed up and we're like we're just gonna make soap on your kitchen counter and, just, and we literally have pictures from the early days when they're all little because now they're getting so big of like them all lined up on the couch watching a movie with all the snacks so that they would stay in one yeah. spot as we mixed the lye water so that no one was getting burnt <laughs> as they ran through my kitchen so That's yeah so cool I love that it's I love your chance encounter. Like I just imagined you were best friends your whole life and I love your chance encounter. And then I love that you put fat because that's what tallow is, right? That's yeah, fat. Yeah. I yeah. love that you put fat in the, because I have had Alberta skin my whole life. Now I have some like funky version. Like I complain about my dry skin and it is not the same. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like where you smile and your lip cracks, like it's just, yeah, a, it's a so special, bad. yeah, it's a special <laughs> world. So when I was reading that um, a while ago on one of your posts or one of your videos or something about the fat being in there, I was like, that's amazing because that would totally um, like fill those little cracks and crevices and it would give you a sustaining grease really which I thought was so cool for not like that's not a cool way to say it um oh we're in it we love it right and and like the other thing that we try to educate I me mean, it's like it's a piece of education because we know that like people are worried and want to be vegan and environmentally conscious and we do too but the bottom line is that in the beef industry tallow is something that goes in the garbage exactly like, so, so you're actually eliminating waste yeah we take yeah, it out right. of the garbage and we use it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what I think is cool. Is it so that people are listening? If, if people are listening who are vegan, they know that you're not personally killing those animals and then, you know, like poaching them and stealing their fat. That's right. You, you could have... take some of mine. I would happily yeah, use some right? of my fat you could use. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if we could do that, oh man, we wouldn't be a partner with a liposuction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something to think about. To figure out the saponification ratio for that kind of fat. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a new math problem. <laughs> We're like a chemist. Ooh, no, yep. no, it that, is that's, actually, that's you know? so cool. And if you could look back at Shauna and Steph five years ago, what would you tell those girls? Hold the F on and put your seatbelt on or you're going to be gone. <laughs> like it's, and, and honestly, when we sat around that campfire, it was like, sure, let's do this. Let's have some fun. We both were working. I was marketing for a dealer, a car dealership doing their social media and their marketing. And Shauna was at the Settler County. Like she was heavy still into politics and it was never like, Oh, let's start our own business. It was like, let's do this so we can leave our husbands and boys at home and go to Mexico oh. every other week or every other year, <laughs> every other week. We're not there yet either. <laughs> And then it literally snowballed. And so that's why I feel like our gratitude is so like, it's just, we build everything around it because it's just spun out of our control. And we've literally just gone on a ride with it. That's so cool. And that no matter what happened, like a while ago, five years ago, whenever I just to say that, like, it all is worth it because there have like on the roller coaster, there have been some bottoms. <laughs> There's yes. been a lot of tears shed. Let's <laughs> yeah. just say that. Uh, and so just to say that it's like, it's worth hanging on for basically. So when you talk about those lows, because I like to make people really vulnerable because other people then will, will also relate to your own struggles and vulnerability in those times when you have those low moments, could you speak? Is it mostly like you two not getting along or would it be like the tallow ran out or was it like, like what, what it would be that some of those lows? 
exactly the relationship dips there is hard feelings for you know who's doing what you know are you doing enough are you doing the right job how why are you you know, why can't we get bottles? Like COVID has put a huge oh, yeah. um, damper on our business. Just both of us trying to a pivot. We were, you know, our, the storefront was shut for however long, oh. you know, and then our container and raw materials were just insane to try to get a hold of for a period of time. And so it's just, um, yeah, those would be the the worst because then you have people looking for product and you're like, yeah. I literally can't, I don't have a bottle to put it in right now. Like, And then on top of that, you throw on the fact that like now our cycles are synced and so we PMS at the same oh, time. Oh yeah, that's so. the worst. Like we literally, and soon we can feel it, be like, I can't come to the store today because I'm either going to cry or yell at you. And it's like, yeah, me too. Like don't, yeah, don't, don't come. come here. Don't come like, here today. <laughs> That's where you just like meet for quarter pounders. Let's meet, okay. <laughs> right? Like, let's have this another chance encounter. But, and that's funny because on your one, one of your recent recordings, you were talking about your period. And I was like, I feel like we need to talk about diva cups. So you're mid thirties. I feel like it's time to have that conversation. I don't know if we need to have it here, but it's just something I think you should think about. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. That's fair. fair enough. <laughs> that's fair. You know what? I actually have one and I haven't actually like tested it out. Well, my best friend, my best friend says it goes in like a hot dam. If you've had a few kids, it just disappears. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It would just vanish. You'd be like, I'm going to need, I'm going to need my partner to go dig That's that out. Amazing. <laughs> oh, great. I'm, he'll be up for it. I'm sure. Right. Oh, no yeah no that's awesome so then okay so this is really interesting I love to go on a deep dive on people's Instagram so I went back to your very first post which I just found so ironic and so your post from November of 2016 said I and then I realized adventures are the best way to learn and what a fantastic quote as like just literally I don't know the quote for your whole business but then also it got one like (laughs) <laughs> right we were so cool it was I, probably our mom my mom, my mom was on Instagram. <laughs> I gave it the second like I'll have you know oh that's amazing I gave it a little like and I just I thought that was so cool because I'm so obsessed with female entrepreneurs and women carving their own path and recognizing that you can create something yeah it's going to be a lot of work and it's going to be hard but you'll be so proud and that's when like the weeks and or the hours and the days turn into weeks and years so fast because you're doing something you're fired up about. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a, a few thoughts came up when I read that one was like, how has a motto like that gotten you through? I realized it probably wasn't your motto, but how would a motto like that get you through the last five years? That's who we are. Like we are, um, when we started with that, that wasn't, you're right. That wasn't our motto. That wasn't anything. I mean, honestly, like five or six years ago, Instagram was still baby too. And we were like, let's try this Instagram thing. All the cool kids are doing it. So let's post yeah. on Instagram. And so you, you find the coolest meme you can find at the time yeah. and you put it on there. <laughs> but for us, it kind of has become this thing, maybe not adventure, but just like we try everything. We learn everything the most hardest way we probably can. <laughs> um, we make all the mistakes. Um, Big ones, small ones. We have done so many things that have cost us time, money, sanity, um, you know, all those things. And so, but we like to frame it as like an adventure or a a potential opportunity for us. And it's never like, we never think of them as failures. 
because we have done a pretty good job of learning from our mistakes. We really have. And I think too, like us being in a partnership just makes those failures and risks and even successes that much better, easier, you know, when you have someone to soundboard off of, or it's like, you know, we, we just lost a couple thousand bucks in product because it totally crapped the bed after, you know, a scale up or whatever happens, you know, it just seems like when you have someone else to do it with, it's not as scary. It doesn't seem as big of a deal. And you put your brains together and it's like, well, let's just figure this out. You know, same with when, you know, COVID hit, it was like, okay, well, what can we do to keep going? We brought out a DIY bath bomb kit. Shauna was driving all hell, all over Hell's Half Acre to deliver orders. Like it was, I was in the workshop, like we were crazy busy. A, we live in a super supportive community and have yeah. an amazing following. And so we're super grateful for that. But yeah, it's just, you know, two heads are always better than one. And we just seem to figure it out and have fun along the way, like you said. And you absorb the support from each other, which I think is such a huge thing. Absolutely. It's like a soft pillow to land on. But sometimes it is bitchy. Sometimes it's like a break. <laughs> yeah, you just plug your ears when you do it. <laughs> you just put the pillow over their face. I think that's... It's <laughs> not not for like really long, just like a little bit. Just a tiny bit. So it's easy to look at the success you have right now for someone who just starts following you. And it's just, it's, it's like, wow, like it, that's re- that was really um, my take as I started to follow you guys. I feel like um, I'm just prophesying over you. I feel like there's a lifestyle brand here, like a whole lifestyle brand, right? Where people attach to you as people. They want to buy the things you you buy. They want to do the things you do. They enjoy laughing with you. And um, so that's just something I'm just throwing out there because I feel like there's a whole thing. Like you girls had kind of said in your video the other day that you're like, we're going to be on a podcast because we're just so famous now. Um, and so that's where I'm like, you guys would be a fantastic podcast duo. Like I would show up for that. I would listen to that. Thank you. Thank you. I do want to tell you about my, this is like my second big famous moment um, <laughs> because I was recognized oh, in Costco once as the fresh wife and that made my freaking year. That's awesome. Um, she yeah. literally phoned me when she was in her car and she's like, you will never guess what just happened to me. And I thought like, there'd be like, you seen somebody cool or what? She's like, I just got recognized it was like the I lost my mind it was amazing so. she's like I, I she, I've got to be kidding are you one of the fresh ones I'm like yes I am you're like do you want it my autograph cooler at Costco I was in the milk cooler we were like all alone it was very yeah that's where she fangirls on you and you fangirl back because you're like she's a fan Can I follow you on Instagram <laughs> oh my gosh that is so that is so super funny oh you know, I feel like, and I also feel like we have, um, we have a very similar lifestyle approach to life in general. Like I couldn't, I probably couldn't do this with somebody who was, um, totally on the opposite spectrum of me in terms of like raising our children and the kinds of things that bring us guilt and don't bring us guilt. And the kinds of things that we often are like taking breaks for, or whatever it is, because we have such a similar style of style of life style of life <laughs> I think so too though I think you're right like it sounds like a funny way to say it but it's true yeah you, you do life together easily mm-hmm. and that matters and it's funny because our work style is complete 
completely different. So I'm very detailed. Give me all the lists and right. the organizing and the tasks where Shauna's very much the idea person, the visionary, where are we going next? How do we get there? Which literally scares the bejeebas out of me. Right. And, but at the same time, she's like, here's my idea. What are the details that we need right. to do to get it done? And so personality wise, and actually we have taken personality tests and we are um, the most compatible personality types together. But I just find it so funny that personality wise, we are very much the same, but work style very much different. And so that's, yeah. I, it, it helps, right? Because her weaknesses are my strengths and my strengths are her weaknesses. It's literally like a gift to you. When yeah. that, when that happens, my, my co-manager, we manage five offices on the Island together. And when you look at like leadership, like, or the personality tests, whatever, it's exactly the same, but it's really funny with you two, because I'm like, like, I would think the politician wouldn't be the creative. I would <laughs> think the politician would be like Excel spreadsheets and charts and all those things. And that the marketing girl would be the, you know, like, <laughs> that's really interesting how opposite those are. Cause I would have pegged those totally different based on your re- your last jobs before this. Perhaps True. that's why we're not doing them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know. <laughs> I think by the time we're 30, we're like, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> I don't think this is a good time to be a politician anyway. Let's be serious. Oh, that's oh. like, that's actually, everyone is like, you know what? I was into it like pretty heavy. I had um, stories for other times, but I was, I was in the thick of it. And um, I left because for that exact reason, I'm like, this is, this is no longer about ideas. And that is what turned me off of it at all there's no more good ideas or at least the good ideas aren't rewarded it's all it's a different different world now it's all like who you know how much money you have right. and how can you make the other person look bad and it has nothing to do with how good of your ideas are and that is like I'm out I like I, I like good ideas. right which are really quick a really quick um, and my minor rant, I'm just going to take advantage of the authority I have in having this platform. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but a quick rant is I'm like, why is everyone trusting the government? Did you ever trust them before? No, you vote for who lies to you the best. And then you like hope they're okay. And now people are like making all their plans according to the government. I'm like, did you ever trust them before? Why do you trust them now? They're just as gross as they were before. Like, <laughs> Figure it out. Um, but I do think I do think like with what you just said, one of my big things on all of these podcast episodes is like, if you're not doing something right now that lights your life up, you need to make a change. Agreed. Right. Right? Like no one's holding a gun to your head, you know, like, so there are so many people who need to hear what you just said about, you know, it, it had changed. It didn't have the creativity. I think for a person to recognize what they individually need in a job or a career and then picking the career out of that, not like, Oh, can I add, am I good at spreadsheets? Okay. But that makes me want to die, but I'll do it anyway. And so that's where I feel like there are so many people who don't take the leap of faith you guys took. And I mean, at that time, you probably didn't have high expectations on, you know, the soap business you were creating, which is, is, what people should do and yet it's 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 hard because you know we want to create these really big things and stuff but I think it's really cool that you noticed that in yourself and you were like I don't love where this is going in politics and now I want to do something different um so I think that's really really cool so then we I, actually we do that with each other all the time we check in and be like 
we just did it yesterday. Do you like what you're doing? Like mm -hmm. in this company, even like, do yeah. you like the tasks that are assigned to you? And we did it in January and we're always like reevaluating what it is that we're doing. And if neither of us like it, then we should hire someone to do it. Delegate. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Cause if you think about the energy you spend complaining about something you hate, mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's a funny, weird thing, but and I think when we stop and pause and pivot, that's when we're able to be like, oh, I really hate this thing. Would it be the end of the world to hire someone to organize my garage? Probably yeah. not. It wouldn't be a, a $2,000. Like I could probably handle that, but we just, we sit in the, in the discomfort so much better than we push forward, which is like disgusting and ludicrous. And yet we all do it. Yeah. Right. And if you think of someone who truly enjoys it or is it's their job and they love it, think of the efficiency that they do it at because that's their jam. And 100%. it's just, it's, yeah, half the effort and twice the productivity. So, you know, and like three times the joy. Exactly. Right. Well, I'm like on this, like I'm the, I'm a social person. And so I always am drawn to people who talk like passionately and joyfully about the things that they're doing. Right. And if you are like telling me what you do or giving me your elevator speech and you aren't into it, then like I'm immediately turned off by you as a person. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's not authentic. Right. It's, it's not. Yeah. And I think authenticity really sells right now. I know it's kind of like, I hate the word. I used to love the word like 10 years ago and now it just feels like everyone's saying it, but that's part, that's part of the draw to the fresh wife soap company. If I popped onto your page and it was only pretty soap, I would pop off pretty quick, but I was like, these two crazies are having a great time. They're hilarious and ridiculous. And I buy into that. If you feel normal, like what does normal mean anyway, right. but you, you are you are just you and, and maybe a different personality wouldn't buy that. Right. Because that's not your audience. Right. right. So that's like, if they're not, if they're not into, they're not your audience, move on. Don't worry about it. But it's like, I instantly was like, I really like these girls. Like these girls are so funny. And, and so that's like, but that's the, the beauty of it is you're just being you, Steph and Shauna, like you're just being yourselves and recognizing and everyone else listening needs to recognize they just need to be themselves in whatever venue it is, whatever vein it is that they're working in, because people want to be, then you find your people and it's not fake. I always say like, if you're dating, if you're dating, you should be the craziest version of yourself. So they know what they've signed up for. Totally. Like no surprises, right? Like just be you. And there's so much freedom in being you. Well, and I think too, like when you get into this space and, and we started to get past this point, but at the same time, we're like, who are we, you know, who, why is everyone listed? Why do people enjoy us? We just are being us. And we're now at the point where it's like, oh, okay. No, no. Like, you know, this is actually a thing. Like people actually tune yeah. in, take the time out of their day to listen to us talk. Like it is, it literally blows our mind. And we are just, what we said about the podcast was like, okay, I, like let's lean into this. Why are we fighting this? Like, yeah. you know, that whole imposter syndrome. And it, I think it happens to any early business owners who you think, totally. who am I? But all the people you follow and all the people that give you inspiration or started small businesses that are large now, I'm sure who were they, you know? know. So um, I think for us, it's, and again, checking our ego that, okay, well, let's just do this. Cause yeah, we're having fun and, and people uh, want to see us. So why deny them? The Shauna Don't deny them. The Shauna and the staff. <laughs> I put the, the.
I like the the. I like that you like the the when you talk about it individually, <laughs> but like she is so against the fresh oh. life, like so against it. Like she tried to abolish it before. <laughs> like she literally like uh. went on our social media and tried to take it off of things. And I immediately went and put it back on. Did She's I call you the fresh wife the. or did I call you fresh wife? Now I'm nervous. No, it's fine because either way, you're just going to piss off one of us. And that's the beauty of us. Like you can, you can like the, the, and be on team Shauna, or you can not like the, the, and be on team Stephanie. And we're cool with it. And honestly, when we get mad, we're mad for about two seconds. Then we move up. <laughs> that sounds okay. I think that sounds okay. Um, I do think I would guess that your followers are like 20% in love with your soap and 80% in love with you. Well, Cause I think, I think that's just, <laughs> Do you think that's sad? Is that rude? Was that rude to no, say? No, no, no. It because it. It, it 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 never occurred to us. You know right. what I mean? Like oh, we're like we're making a realization right now because we're like no, they're just here for the soap. Like we're like a soapbox was like we still every week are like what can we give them like about soap that we haven't like told them already? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> right. Times. Right. And so, and it's funny that you would recognize that people are showing up for the other things because that's a new realization. That's a new epiphany for us. <laughs> and honestly, Soapbox started because I think it was a course I took or something with work. And the guy said, just pick one thing and do it consistently. Do it a thousand times. Don't do a thousand things one time. Do one thing a thousand times. And so we decided however many years ago to show up once a week live and talk about the things and that it just, yeah, that's just what, where it came from. And I think it's just so fun. I think it's so fun. So I think definitely your soaps, I'm sure. Awesome. I don't know. Mine hasn't arrived yet. (laughs) (laughs) Manager, warehouse manager. She's she's me written up for sure. I'll I'll look, I'll take it to the HR department. (laughs) Take it to, yeah, exactly. Everyone does every job, but um, (laughs) just, I'll put that hat on for a second. (laughs) Yeah. Like, no, I, I'm, I am excited about it. And I do, I, I, I don't know. There's like, we talked about the diet Coke, but I, I have to say like your whole body is absorbing everything you put in and everything that's happening, all the autoimmune disorders, all these things, the lie is that they're not caused by all the chemicals around us. Right. And so I think it's like, a, we want like a good product that makes our skin feel good, but it's nice to know it's not killing us softly. Right. Like it's, it's a real thing. And, and, and we have to, it's sad, but where your grandma said, um, I don't know, we're re-recording when we talked about your grandma. she was like why would you make it because I can buy it now right and there's like this whole generational gap it's like I thought jello could only come from a box because I grew up with jello in a box and my mom was like you didn't know you could make that and I actually thought pudding also came from a box and like my mom made mostly everything from scratch but she was like a mom in the 90s like oh my gosh like I can make pudding on the stove remember the instant pudding which was Uh so much worse than the other pudding how how they do that but anyways the whole point is is we yeah, skip a generation. Could, yeah, she's microwaving with Mar. My mom cooked everything in microwave because that was like just so gross. <laughs> totally. But they didn't know. I remember my parents would microwave. Um, I think they still do. They're probably listening. Hi, mom. Um, they microwave <laughs> their asparagus with saran wrap over it. And it like, <gasps> like sucks to the asparagus. And I'm always like, this oh. is just killing us. But we ate such healthy food, except we, it was most of it was microwaved or a lot of it was microwaved, but that was okay. But the whole thing is that um, in my head, I'm like, there's this generational gap. 
And it's like, you know, and so that's where it's so cool that your grandma was like, why would you do that? You can just buy zest. You're like, but zest is not as good for you as what we're making and our bodies. There's a book that I think everyone should read. And yet I'm only four chapters in and it's devastating. I've diagnosed myself with ALS. I've diagnosed myself with a few things, but it's called when the body says no. Uh And and it talks about your body will say no. It will. And so that's where it's like, yeah, if we just eat garbage and fast food and all those things, like your body's eventually going to say no. And the goal is that it doesn't. Well, your skin's your biggest organ. So if your biggest organ, you don't want your your skin to say no. So like, I got a weird thing on my face and instantly I'm like, what is that? Oh my <laughs> gosh. And now I don't have a dermatologist because I'm in BC. Like, I don't, I don't know. They must have those. I don't know where. I don't know one, but I'm like. Only in Alberta where your <laughs> skin you Oh, there you go. But I'm like, I'm probably dying of something, but it's like a thing where I care about what my body absorbs. I realize, um, I make my own body butters. I did order a bunch of yours. If they will arrive, I'll be really excited to try them. Um, but I make all that myself and I feel really good about putting it on because yeah, your body's just eating it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I love that you're doing that, but I do think it's your personalities. I think it was probably soap, just soap at first, but now with social media, because you have really engaging, um, fun personalities, I think that's going to take you a lot further. And I think you should step into all those things that make you be like, and I have to point out your lines. It's like before you're, you're this big, you're not enough. And then all of a sudden you're like imposter syndrome too much. How dare I think I did this? How dare I think I put in all these hours for five years? Um, It didn't just happen in the blink of an eye. And so it's such a funny thing though. If you notice the mind game, I always think it's the devil. I always call it the devil. I'm like, the devil's going to make you think you're not enough. And then just as soon as you've risen to enough, you're too much. Yeah. (laughs) Calm down. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's the thing I think that I like to call out for people because it's such a lie. And, and the lie is that the lie goes away. The lie just changes. Right. 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 Which is so sad. And, um, like just to touch on our products our um, like we get really frustrated when we talked about the word natural, you talked about being authentic. And so that's, we feel like that's a word that just is killed. It's just Mm. totally overrun. It's not regulated, you know? And so we also are super passionate about empowering the, the consumer, like look yeah. into the products, look into the products you're using currently because no one's got your back. You yeah. know, like there's, yeah. uh, you know, the larger companies don't care. And so please look into the things and do your research. And for us, where, when we make a product, you know, we're researching heavily, we are using ingredients that are worthy to us, worthy in our eyes. We just recently branched out into fragrance oils. We were uh, exclusively essential oils using for scent. And we just got into the mindset that like, why can't we have, we use the safest fragrance oils we can, but why can't we have a product that has natural ingredients and by natural, I mean, plant-based or, you know, of an organic nature. Yeah, exactly. And so we're, and even ourselves, we, you know, default to that word, but we shouldn't anyways. Um, because why, why can't we have products that smell like lilac, but still are made in a shop with coconut oil and olive oil and casserole? Like we feel like there's such a, a one or the other, you either have brands that are putting in horrific ingredients and crazy amount of dyes, or you have, you know, super hippie granola 
that you know don't want any sort of things why can't we have the it in the middle and so every product we've made our kids have been our our yeah. guinea pigs and we don't sell anything that isn't in our cupboards being put on our babies being right. given to our families and are all five of your children Stephanie's like passion project like did you see her voice went up like three octaves <laughs> <laughs> are all of your children alive yes okay, alive. Good. well well ish <laughs> no they're good they're thriving they're just boys we have between the two of us five boys between the ages of nine and four that's a lot of boys it's a lot of boys i also have two boys eight and ten oh, nice. I, I'm a, I love, I always say I'm a boy mom. And my husband's like, I feel like that makes you transgender. Because like, <laughs> I, I used to hashtag boy mom. He's like, you are a lady mom. You are just a mom. <laughs> I keep getting that wrong. Um, no, I love that. Okay, so as far as the toughest obstacles you faced along the way, which we kind of touched on, um, but were like, were they struggles? Like, do you guys, like you said, you kind of align when one is strong, the other is weak. Um, but do you find you have more emotional or more like, literal bridges you have to cross like you said not having product and that sort of thing it's like i'd say like 50 50 but the things that cause us the most amount of like stress or what we would prefer to as like business failures for sure is like physical um like scaling issues product issues right. because we are so passionate about what goes into our products um we spend almost too much time researching maybe maybe that's wrong, but like we spend so much time in product development um, that by the time the product actually hits our website and gets sold, um, you know, it's like, we're, it's like, we're over it or, you know, like we're, we've right. already moved on. And so for us, it's like just trying to um, get the products to the market and trying to get the right packaging and the right container and the right look. And then as we're scaling up, it's like, Right now we're in the middle of a massive like rebrand. It's taking forever because um, there's just physical things that we can't figure out really. Like how do we make our labels all look the same? How do we decrease the number of labels we need to print so that we can like make efficiencies there? Like it's actual physical um, product-based specific business things that tie us up the most. I it's strategizing. Say. You're really strategizing all the time. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I feel like we're at the point now too, where it's, um, we are learning to say no. <laughs> and that was really hard for us for, uh, it was like, sure, let's do this product, you know, this right. product and this product, I've seen someone do this. Like we need to do that. Like, or you find a product and you're like, why can't we do this? And we ended up with, you know, 135 SKUs that we're working on. And so I feel like in the last probably year, mm -hmm. eight ish months that we have decided we can't do it all. We need to decide where we want to go, where we want to be strong and let the other things go. And um, so that was mostly me. Shauna has been on me for a long time to be like, we need to bring it down. Like we get a booth at a, at a maker's market and we literally don't have enough room with a 30 by 30 booth. <laughs> like it just, it, the two of us can't do it. Right. So we are just, and I, I, I feel good about where we're going, but that's been a huge learning curve is, you know, just the ability to say, no, that's not where we need to go or be right now. That's not to say we won't in the future, but as of right now, where our efforts and where our, you know, time and money need to go is perhaps to the no projects instead of the yes. 
That's really interesting. Cause I think people often feel limited by their no, but your freedom I is in your no. No is amazing. No is like well, everything. Now you do. Everything. <laughs> everything. When, when I was like, so this is like, this is a year long evolution for Stephanie because See, like, it's all about personal growth. I feel six <laughs> months ago, I was like, Stephanie, give me 10 products we can get rid of. And she's like one cuticle oil like, <laughs> and she's like no that's it that's the only one <laughs> it's true and now we've gotten to the point where we are actually like downsizing our our product offerings and um, and also using it as an opportunity to build up other businesses because we know like the natural deodorant realm for example we are getting out of the natural deodorant realm okay uh, it's been the bane of our existence for a long time we thought we could do it we do have a pretty good deodorant but it's just not where we want to focus our efforts and we know several other businesses very close to us who make and kill it in the deodorant space and we need to give them that space back <laughs> and we're we're using it as an opportunity to say here's like we had we were occupying a little tiny space in your bubble and now you can have it back <laughs> i don't want it anymore so we will be like promoting um other brands that do it um better than we did and hoping to build them up as well and give them um you know some recognition for the good work that they did as well i think that's super cool so interestingly because you didn't start out with a projection of like what this would become like it's kind of just surprised you along the way and obviously like everything you're saying about business and tweaking and like uh, i just get so fired up because obviously um you're just true business women in your hearts. And I just think that's so fantastic. Um, what, what do you dream Fresh Wife Soap Company would become? You know, as I left the out. <laughs> the. Thank you. I um, what do you dream? Like full stop. It's like, what do you dream this could become? We go back and forth, I think on this. Like at first we were like, stores let's put stores everywhere, you know? And then as you know, it evolved you know, we have thrown around um, like a direct selling where we empower a wonderful group of women that we directly train and send out into the world and sell our products. And, you know, Shauna is very good at public speaking. And I mean, I haven't been trained like she has, but I'm okay as well. But I also like, we've talked about huge, like, not huge, but like conferences and, you know, just getting the message out there that you can do this too. And here's the products that we've done and we love, but you go out and you do it and we'll give you the tools and we'll support you. And um, that's a cool so that, idea. Yeah. So that's, that's been, neat. <laughs> so we've definitely thrown that around. Um, right now we're just trying to get into the same workspace. <laughs> we have a shop on my yard that is currently the workshop just because of my youngest. So now that he's getting out into the school age, we're just trying to get into the same building. Yeah, we haven't, surprisingly enough, we have never worked in the same space ever, still don't. I mean, yeah. we're in the same office now, but this is like a once a week occurrence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, so yeah, that's like, yeah, logistically, um, it hasn't been the smoothest ride. And so for us, it's like, we've pivoted so much along the way. I mean, we, at one point we were, um, we were only in like stores, like handmade consignment stores. Now we are, um, you know, sort of moving into trying to get into bigger, um, stores, spas. Um, like spas and like, and doing things we never thought of like private label 
making for other people. And that's something we never even thought of that like somebody would just pay us to make them a bunch of products that they can put their own label on. We didn't think that was a thing, but it is. And so like, there's all these like spaces that we didn't know existed. And we're trying to like, well, we'll again, like trying, we're, we're going to move into this space. And if it doesn't work, I mean, we moved into the trade show space for a couple of years, decided that wasn't for us. And so now we're moving back out and trying to figure out where the next space we can occupy is. And so to say that we have like a total vision mm. about where it's going to go. Um, for me, it's just like, as long as it's forward progress, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, and whatever that looks like. I mean, two years ago, would I be telling you that we would be getting rid of like, you know, cuticle oil, cuticle oil, what? Right? <laughs> <laughs> but so like, for me, I'm just, I just want to move forward yeah. um, and make progress, whether it's like personal growth, business growth, um, whatever it is, whether we're empowering people, whether it involves soap or not, to be honest, it's just sort of like, I just want us to go forward. I think it goes back to being a partnership too, right? It's like this, and and I feel like Shauna and I are pretty um, aware of, you know, what makes us tick and what feels right for our brand, because something will sit and we know, you know, whether it's a product or an idea, and if it sits for a while, it's like, yeah, that probably wasn't right. And that didn't feel quite right. But if it was something we both instantly click on it and it's like, yeah, and it's gone. Like we go because it's just feels right for both of us. And it's kind of, I don't want to say fly by the seat of our pants because, you know, but at the same time, it almost is like, and, and maybe it goes to the message of like, you don't have to take yourself so seriously. It doesn't need to have a whole business plan. You know, if it feels right in your gut, take a little chance step over that fear and just go because what is it going to hurt? That's some wisdom. I know. You're welcome. (laughs) That's, that's really good though. Cause I think I am like, I coach female entrepreneurs on the side of my day job and I get so fired up, like hearing all the things you're thinking. And I, I also recognize, like, I've just been witnessing, I don't know if you follow Rachel Hollis. Oh yeah. We talked about this yesterday. Yes, we do. There's been some, some stuff this week. And I said to someone, Oh, you know, careful what you wish for with fame, right? Like you got to be careful what you wish for. But I get instantly as I hear what you girls talk and I, I've seen the list on your website of the, you know, the, the retailers that sell your product and my, I love business and my mind just gets going. And, and then I think like, there is a joy too, in knowing what you want for the two of you, knowing how much growth you want and, and not seeking, not living in a state of dissatisfaction either. And, and so it sounds like you guys are in a really healthy place, right? Where you're really pumped about the progress you've made. You're surprised by it. I think it's going to go far beyond this. Um, and I think like, I could see you on Dragon's Den. Like I really could, you, you know, know how many people have told us that. <laughs> oh, I totally could I'm see not ready you. for the rejection though. Like oh, I'm not no, ready. Right. So intimidating. I'm like, so I'm it like, is. Like you just, we reject enough things on our own. We don't need them to tell us. <laughs> I know. And the, the other thing is too, though, is that you're like, you're like, yeah, so I could do that. Um, you could also be like the success story if they did reject you, but you all know, like go in with your actual numbers, go in in a few years and you have to have your plan. Cause if they it's hear right. fly by seat of your pants, they're going to be like, you're Bye. gone. Right. Yeah. But you're playing according to your own rules. So if you decide that we want to run a business, this is how we're going to do it. I also like, I think about Hilberg and Burke. I think about, you know, a lot of different businesses. Do you have a fate or a couple favorite businesses that you look to and you're really inspired by? Oh God. 
We do look a lot like Rocky Mountain Soap Company, like yeah. how they, you know, a couple buys a business for under a hundred thousand dollars and turns it into the empire that it is, you know, that's, it's definitely, um, pretty cool. And the fact that they're supernatural, you know, they're right. very passionate about their ingredients and what goes in them. And, um, yeah. And also like, you know, there's Jessica Alba, you see the right. honest and stuff. Yeah. And you know, she's had troubles in the past too, you know, with ingredients and stuff like that too, but just the, um, we love her message. Right. And we love their message. Just there's also sweet Jolie and in yep. Edmonton. Yep. Yeah. We have, and I mean, I just like my favorite thing to do is to listen to how any level of business started, whether it's like, um, like there's a family owned business in town that is super inspiring to us because of the way that they've just like pivoted and done something that nobody in town even knows that they do, but it's super successful behind the scenes. And so I'm, you know, I'm inspired by almost everybody who decides to go into business for themselves. And because I think that it's the bravest thing you can do. It's it the scariest freaking thing you can do. Mm-hmm. And so like for us, like we know what we want our life to look like in this business. And that's sort of the goal for us. Um, you know, we love owning this business, um, but we wouldn't, we wouldn't um, sell our lifestyle yeah. or what we get out of it, which is like the extra time with our family, the flexibility to do what we want the knowledge to know when we're going to be busy and when we're not, when to step on the gas pedal, when to step on the brakes, right. we wouldn't give that up. Um, right now. Right. <laughs> and, well, it, and, and like, we wouldn't, like, we wouldn't want to give that up just to make a million dollars. No. So, you know, no. And it's true. Like we yeah. have, our kids are still little, you know, we still want to see our husbands at the end of the day. We don't sometimes, sometimes. We do like see each other more Mostly. often, but anyways, and no, but it's, uh, you know, we're not, we're not into 60 hour work weeks. And so, and I guess that goes back to the dragons then, you know, I'm not ready to scale up like that. I'm not willing to, you know, give up my seven camping trips this summer because I need to be in a corporate office. I'm not willing to let someone else make my products because I need to see what that body butter looks like in the mixer. You know, uh, I'm sure you love talking to the people, Shauna, and I'm sure you're not, I'm not a huge person people person sometimes. <laughs> I am, but I'm not. But anyways, I, and we wouldn't want to give that up to sit behind a desk somewhere. That's not why we're doing this. We want to be with the people we want to be with our products. And, you know, I would love to sit here and talk to you all day than, you know, in a boardroom somewhere. Yeah. And never let the world tell you that that's not success. Right. Because right. like, I think okay. yeah. we're okay with that yeah. level. And so people you're are better like, than okay. You're thriving. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you right. want to be like, yeah. like everyone's always like, are you going to franchise with no, that sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. It sounds like not our thing right now. Right. <laughs> I think it goes back to the gut reactions, right? Yeah. Like when we sit, sit and think about, you know, having women work directly with us to sell our things so that they can better their lives and they can empower themselves. Like you can just feel it between us we start making plans and we that's really cool talk about right so and that's the other thing is is like we're looking like when we hire people in our business as well like we do like seasonally hire we don't have a lot of help but we have a little help anyways we try really hard to be super flexible we hire other women who have kids and like we in our workshop that we're currently renovating for we've built a space 
for okay. you to be able to bring your kids to work with you. Um, That's you know, crazy. if we need you That's for awesome. seasonal help or whatever, that you can come in and feel okay that you're, that you have all these other hats to wear. We do too. And we're cool, but mixing it all together. We're cool. Yeah. And I love that. In fact, I, I don't know if you've heard of this book, believe it by oh. J- Jamie Kern Lima. She just sold it cosmetics. She started it cosmetics and they told her everywhere she went, she's so freaking precious. She's awesome. Like she's such a cool lady everywhere. She went, they told her that she sold, um, a skin, a concealer, I think, and foundation for rosacea and everywhere she went, she was like, no, no, no. Like you have to try my product. Like my formulation's fantastic. All this stuff. And the guy was like, had the audacity to be like, no, one's going to buy cosmetics from someone who looks like you and is your size. Ooh. Oh dear. Those be yes. fighting words. She just sold her, um, her cosmetic line for a billion dollars, nice. but, but in her book, she talks and it's really interesting to me because that's also not the life I want. Um, nor when I look at Rachel Hollis, I'm like, I'd be the first person to put my foot in my mouth because that's sort of who I am. And I, and I've kind of built my life. I'm proud that that's who I am. And yet I wouldn't want to apologize to the whole world because I'd gotten something wrong. And so that's where in this book, when she talks about, she worked hundred hour weeks and then she had, I think PCOS and like, couldn't get pregnant and like her hair was falling out or like all these things. And that's where I'm like, you can't have it all at the same time. And so that's where I feel like though, it sounds like you guys are fully living into your values all the time. You know, you don't know where the business is going to go, but you know that you're, you're building your business around your life. And I think that's the way it should be. I love how clear you are on your values and, and, you know, building this life and making a life you want, not just a business. Totally. And we are very cognizant of that mind, mind frame too. Like we both have been in like, let's purge our houses. Like we don't need all this stuff. And we also don't want to be the business that's like, Hey, I hope you have 17 foaming soaps under your, you know, counter, like buy ours. It's super high quality. Please use it and then come and refill it because you don't need 17 containers. We love that. Fillery, right. And yeah. so that's, you know, we don't, we're not trying to sell junk. We are trying to solve yeah. purpose, you know, solve problems in people's lives, have purpose in people's lives and, you know, parting with their very hard earned money on our products. We want to, you know, give them, Do we um, take that seriously. Absolutely. I love the thought of refilling. Do you remember the show? Oh my gosh. Um, Little House on the Prairie. Remember That's that? Shauna's favorite show. It's basically- like, like, I'm like trying to live my life. It's basically was her life growing up in Lord knows True. where, right? Yeah, like <laughs> I like the store was born on this fact that I'm like, I just want a mercantile. Like I just want this like yeah. place where you can like totally. go and get like absolutely everything. Like you can get oil for your truck and lentils. <laughs> like that's what I yeah. want. And they, and they would fill your container. Yeah. And I've always said, I'm like, I wish I could go to bulk bar and like take, I hate packaging. I hate plastic. And I'm like, I wish, so I love that you said you have a refillery. Is that what you called it? That is like, sounds cool. Yeah. That sounds so cool. Cause that's the sort of thing where I'm like, I don't want all this packaging. And I, I know they're like still sending recycling to China. I don't know if they actually send it. I feel like it's all sitting somewhere and you know what I mean? I don't want to just keep consuming, consuming, consuming. And so I think that's so cool that you're doing that. But I, I don't know that direct, that direct selling sounds like you could fire up some really cool ladies. And that could be a really fun thing to lead those women. Exactly. Cause that's a big leadership piece. It's not just business. It's, it's not just sales, it's leadership. 
Right. And that's, that's what, you know, we, we love to do. We love to like give other women the idea. Why can't you, why can't you do it too? There's no reason you can't look at you girls. (laughs) I feel like I can see your lights. Come on. Like, it's awesome. (laughs) It's awesome. So creating something that brings women joy, um, health and good skin. That's got to feel really good. What's your favorite part of the, of Fresh Wife Soap Company? That's hard. That's hard not to say that. Maybe I need to to rethink my values on the, the. (laughs) The, the says that you're the only one. The, the, the Fresh Wife Soap Company. Fresh Wife Soap Company. Stephanie just thinks it's three too many clicks on the keyboard. (laughs) So we actually own thefreshwife.ca and freshwife.ca just to appease us both. So you can go to both. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. What's your favorite thing? What's your favorite? That might be a hard question, but like, okay. Favorite like thing or like product. How about we say favorite part of the business and then okay. your favorite product? Cause that's good for like consumers who want to go buy your product. Okay. Uh, my absolute favorite thing is actually like solving a problem for somebody. Like they come in and they're like, I have this skin problem. My son has psoriasis. Right. Um, all the, like, it's just my favorite thing. I love to stand with people and, and help them. So whether it's like with skincare or other businesses come in and ask us for advice, like that is just, um, problem solving and like working through problems with people and like, and providing a solution to them that right. works and then getting the feedback that it was like the best thing ever. Oh yeah. I'm just not like that, but that's, that would probably be my favorite part is like literally helping the people fill a need. Yeah. Yeah. Gives us purpose. Like it's like, it's like purposeful purpose. Like it's like, that's what it is. The purpose. And your favorite product is cuticle oil. (laughs) (laughs) It's gown. (laughs) Can't wait for it to go away. Um, rose water. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite product. Rose water. She claims that it will cure cancer. It cures a lot of things like camping crotch. That's a real thing. Like when you camping camping crotch. What is when you go camping and you don't have a shower for a really long time oh. and you're like, and you don't, like, <laughs> you need a little, little refresh, refresh. Like rose water. That's just it. Like use oh it for that. Gosh, you use rose water so on your stomach, you use rose water on your face. You can like put it on burns and skin eczema. Like, and it smells like your grandma. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that is anyway. so funny. Um, my favorite part is like this. I love, you know, talking about empowering women and big ideas, but then I also love all the details of like how, yeah, like how am I going to actually get this done? You know, give me the big calendar on the wall and we're going to plan this out and we're going to like, you know, nail it. And that's, I just, I, and I guess maybe it's more of an energy between the two of us too. Like that we do fire each other up and we do have big plans and we have big ideas and why not? Like, that's just what else, what else is there in life to not have things to look forward to and work your ass off for. And at the end of the day, be like, holy cadoodles, we did this. Like we sit in the shop and we're like, holy, we did this. Holy, all these products are all of ours, you know, we look at our sales numbers at the end of the year and we literally can't believe it. And I just, I've said to Shauna almost 
every other week of like, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And so I just love it all. And spreadsheets. I love spreadsheets. Well, and when, and when it aligns with you, it just aligns, right? Yeah. Like and everything my, is better. It is. Yeah. What's your um, favorite my product? favorite product is cuticle oil. <laughs> yeah, clearly. That stuff's good. Well, <laughs> I got, I have two stories actually. I really love our skin rescue only because of the process that went through. So skin rescue was formulated with, in conjunction with my oldest, who was the eczema boy. And so just bringing him and we call him that. I know it's horrible. It's a great name. um, It's like a superhero. Yeah, exactly. He's nine now. So he's getting over it. Well, he's almost 10, but yeah, anyways. And so just the fact that, you know, we could bring him relief from his pain and his itching just as a mom made me feel so amazing. But as a user, my favorite is our foot rescue. It literally is uh, amazing for cracked heels and dry feet. And I hate dry, itchy feet. And so it's always on my nightstand and it's always in use. Does it smell like peppermint? It smells like peppermint and spearmint. I feel like if it didn't, I'd be disappointed. Right? Well, Well, now I'm going to cooling. Well, now I'm going to tell that warehouse manager to put one in your box. Yeah, (laughs) you do that. You do that. That's right. HR. After we go to HR. (laughs) No, I I have to say I'm I'm absolutely inspired. Um, you girls are so fun to talk to. I just like I I really liked you. Now I feel like I love you like a real fan. I'm a real fan. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Like a real fan. We'll add you to um our little group, which includes our mom. Oh, I want to be. You want to be in number three? (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) yes please yes please no I I think it's it's so fun and I could see I could see girls like you speaking at a conference about like there's just so much that I could see um you know women we love to learn from other women we love to see people do hard things and to navigate it with so much honesty and there's so much strength in that right like in being honest about the hardships and the joys and all of it and it gives other people um that shows people they could do it too you know and um I'm just I'm so excited to follow you and continue to watch you know your journey and and see your journey and see your future and part of me is like we should do another episode sometime where you come on and just spend some time talking to us about what you've learned about skin and science and soap and that's a whole like this is about you you two individuals and the business and running it together but like there is a whole episode on this there's been there's got to be so much stuff that you guys have picked up over the years you know, um, on this journey. And what my favorite app is think dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a favorite app that you would use at the store to figure out what's gross and what's not? <laughs> no, but so like, we do have, like, we are very, um, like Stephanie reads, here's how we do research. Stephanie reads lots of things, lots and lots and lots of things. And I am like, where is the most authoritative source? And I'm oh, going to okay. read that one thing. <laughs> so <laughs> I like that. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm going, like I dive right into like scientific journals and medical journals and stuff. He's like, well, I read 1700 articles <laughs> and like generally we get to the same place, but that's like, that's how we do research. And so we do and have seen the whole gamut of like natural and the greening of the industry and which is a whole other thing. And like, what is in the products and like natural versus like man-made isn't a bad thing if you know what is what went into the process to make the man-made things. So chemicals, right, everything's a chemical, right. some are good and some are bad. And right. I feel like we're like that um, jingle. 
which are good and which are bad. Oh, drugs, drugs, drugs. Yeah. Ask your mom, <laughs> ask your dad. But in this case, it's like ingredients, ingredients, ingredients. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love that so much. But I think that's like such a husband and wife thing. Like I'm always like, you know, they say blah, 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 blah. And my husband's like, who's they? I'm like, wives, people. It's like, where did you hear that? I'm like, I heard it on the internet. I don't know. He's like, okay. Wives tales is what he's always saying, but that's so cool that you both do it like in a different way, but you wind up at the same spot because those 17 articles, they found that from someone told them someone somewhere said, you know, um, so I think that's really cool. Um, describe your journey in one word. What would it be? Wild. Surprising. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I always love those. I don't know. They always make me like really contemplative, like, oh, that's so nice. I feel like I should have thought about it more, but no. <laughs> Wild and surprising. No, I love that. I'm so thankful to have chatted with you girls. It was super fun to share um, you guys and make, create more fans out of my fans and yeah you girls are just like such a great time so we'll have to have you come back on and teach us all about the science and the stuff you've learned because I think that'd be really powerful for people to understand even how it's not all bad no like exactly no well thank you so much for having us Jody and for bursting our podcast virginity we we thoroughly appreciate (laughs) it (laughs) for the record we tell it all the people and and like my mom's gonna listen to this. She yeah. doesn't know how to get to a podcast, but this is like one of those moments where we're gonna like gonna do it on the Our app. family's gonna all gather around my iPhone <laughs> and listen to it like they in the old days like, they did with the, the radio. But no, we appreciate you uh, reaching out and taking the time to listen to us crazy 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 awesome girls um the girl (laughs) whose episode i put out today her mom was is probably like i don't know 60 she was so genuinely confused she's like are you on the radio what's happening where why do i hear your voice right now and she was like i was on a podcast room i was like what's that so yes it's it's a very funny whole new world um and if if you ever have questions about that you you check you call me because i can definitely help you with how to start a podcast that is yeah like you got like a pro setup there and we're just like in my bedroom Cause I moved hey, to I a like place. It I like it. That's right. I always say I moved somewhere where houses were a lot more expensive than my home in Leduc. And so now I have a mic, mic, a mic in my bedroom and a camera. It's beautiful though. <laughs> Imagine what could happen. Have a great night girls. Thanks Thank so much you. for coming on the show today. Thanks Thank Jody. Well, that was so much fun. Thanks so much for being here. Please click subscribe, rate and review this podcast, share it with everyone you know, and I will be back here next week with more stories, more courage, more vulnerability, and just a little more Jody to brighten your day.